Hello to everybody who's on a beautiful journey of self-realization. It's beautiful shorties. It's one phone call, 30 minutes, no names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to know you and you'll get to know me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Beautiful Shorties. 30-minute calls. You're used to the full hour. We got the 30-minute calls, and people have been enjoying them, which is really cool to see. And if this is your first time checking out one of the shorties, here's what's going on. We shot a video version of the show. It actually debuted yesterday. This dropping in your feed on the 12th of February, February 11th, came out. Go to topic.com if you want to want the info on how to see it. And it's, it's a 30-minute version of the show with some visual aids and some light animation, but mostly just me sitting at the mic talking to people, same way you guys are used to. And we recorded a whole bunch of episodes because that's how TV works. You, you record more than you're going to use. And Topic very graciously said, take the rest of the audio, put it out in the feed. These are really good conversations that are worth having. And so happy to bring this one to you. Uh, I mean, you can tell from the title, it's Trans Woman in the Bible Belt. That is a combination that a lot of us would think about and go, wow, I wonder how that goes. Because we all know that people in in this world and in, in the States in particular often face discrimination and longer odds in an unfair way, and that there's probably sections of the country where that's more pronounced based on laws and the way disagreements have happened about how to institute laws and all this stuff. We all know. We all know. So I feel like one of my favorite things about the show is when you get these situations where someone in the actual ground level experience that we've all heard about theoretically gets to talk about it in their own words. This is a great example of that. And I thank the caller. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Oh my God. I I legitimately cannot believe this is happening. I hope my sound quality is okay. It is. It just sounds like you're next to a jet that's taking off. But I can hear you great. Okay. All right. How, how's this? Is this better? Oh, yeah. This is terrible audio. Oh, it's okay. It's much better. Oh, my God. You're doing great. I'm so excited. How are you? I bet you're going crazy taking three calls in one day. Yeah, yeah but that's the gig, you know? I like having a job. <laughs> Trust me. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 11 hours into my 14-hour shift. So, yeah, I know what it's like to pull a long haul. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you do? Well, I work in tech repair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That seems like a growth industry. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's a pretty fun job, actually, and it's really rewarding. I was actually just telling my mom the other night that it's like, it's so satisfying because someone hands you their phone and, you know, it's shattered and the screen's not working and they're just, they're a mess. I can't use my phone and I have an important phone call. And then 30 minutes later, I hand it back to them fixed and that's just really, really satisfying. Nice. Get that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have a better day. That's great. Exactly. So what are we talking about today? So 
I would like to talk to you about, um, so you actually just recent in a, like a very recent episode had a caller on who I'm, uh, I may be remembering incorrectly and I'm very sorry to the caller if I am, but who was a trans woman. Um, and I am also trans and I wanted to talk about just sort of the like secret joys of transition that don't really get talked about. A lot of the dialogue on people who are transitioning um, focuses on like the hard stuff. And when I started my transition, I was like really, really scared. But as I've grown into my new self, I've just been on this most absolutely astounding and fulfilling and exciting and beautiful journey of self-realization and sort of rebuilding myself from the ground up. I love that. Hearing about the positives <laughs> and, and the beautiful parts. Let me just, just to make sure, I want to get uh, your pronouns so I don't mess up. I appreciate that. She, her. She, her. Sounds good. Yes. And if I do mess it up, I want you to know I'm sorry ahead of time and I will feel appropriately guilty, but I think I can... I think I can nail that. It's, it's perfectly okay, and I appreciate it. I know my voice is still middling at best. Um, voice, the, the other caller I remember had not done voice training, and I have not either. I've been out for um, a year and almost, almost a year and a half. Congrats. Um, so voice training is something that'll happen eventually, but thank you. Uh, but it hasn't happened, hasn't happened yet. What are these secret joys you speak of? I have to know. Let's dive into it. So it's, it's funny. You think picking a new name for yourself would be this like big, scary thing where you're like, oh God, I have to pick a new name, a new like sound that's going to identify me. And like, there are a lot of trans people. I actually once did a, um, a quick, uh, just a tight five stand up on entirely trans related humor. And one of them was about picking a name. Um, and the long and short of it is there's like three sort of types of trans people when they pick a name and you can either do something that's like really similar to what you had before, like you used to be Jack and now you're Julia or like something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's people who pick a name that's like really important to them, uh, but it's not necessarily related or it's like a, a really important character to their mm -hmm. childhood or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you get the ones that are like named after the, the really crazy ones and I love them. Uh, but you'll you'll meet a lot of trans people who are like named after herbs or crystals or like they pick the most elaborate over the top name just because they can and because there's no one who's going to tell them no. Okay. And I adore that. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But like when I was going to pick a new name, I was like, you know, I was kind of ready to like spend a long time fiddling around and trying to find one that fit. And so I was like, okay, let's, let's build a list and we'll just go alphabetically. I'll just think of feminine names that start with each letter of the alphabet. I'll write some down. I'll whittle them down. I'll see what I like. I'll see what I like from those. And I'll wind up with a winner. 
And it was like the second name that I came up with that I was like, yep, that's me. Nice. <laughs> Look at that. Um, and it's just, it's, yeah. And it's just, it's like, it's funny because it's, it feels daunting. Like I, like I said earlier, it feels daunting to like pick a new name and have that be your new identifier. But like, as you start to like feel yourself more, you can feel the name more. And it, at first it feels like, this new name you've got for yourself is like a weird D and D character or something where you're like, I, I don't know. This still doesn't feel, this doesn't feel like me. Is this me? I guess this is me now. And then just over time, it, it feels more natural. And that's when you go, Oh, Oh God, like I've, I've settled into this and it feels really good. It feels right. That's an amazing feeling you're describing. Yeah. Um, and like another, another like kind of secret joy is just sort of watching the people around you who knew you before come to terms with the new you. <laughs> um, and it's, it's fun because of course, I, so I live in the, pretty much the the buckle of the Bible belt. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And yeah. So, so that's a, a thing. Of, that's a thing. That's, that's a thing. It's kind of a, kind of a big deal. Um, but like, obviously there's, there's plenty of the like weird sideways glances and like, Oh, so you're not a real girl. And like all that, all that crap that's just going to, you know, tear you down and all that. And, and I was expecting a lot of that, and I was bracing for a lot of that. And instead, what I've gotten is way more acceptance than I ever would have expected. Um, and I've just seen a lot of people, and like even people who I knew before, who like I'd get in touch with, you know, a friend from college or whatever, and just be like, hey, this is my new name now, and I use these pronouns, and all that. And they're like, Oh, okay, cool. Correct me if I screw it up. That's um, great to hear. How about, like, how about family? Oh, family. My family is hyper conservative, deeply ingrained with their Southern Baptist church. I don't want to badmouth the church, but they have very specific beliefs. And I, as a transgender person am basically the devil incarnate. Um, I came out to them a good while after I came out to everyone else and I just kept it a secret from them. Um, and I've, it, it was hard at first because they pretty much gave me nothing. Um, but over time I started seeing these little glimmers of hope. Like, uh, the other day I was. My, my mom was out shopping and she asked if I needed anything, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, she was buying me something and she said something like, only the best for my kid. And I just kind of had to like pause for a moment and be like, oh my God, there is no reason. Uh, well, like, like six months ago, she would never have said kid. She would have said son. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
And I was like, I, I may be reading too much into this. I may be getting excited over nothing. But That's cool, though. If, 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 like, if she's not on board with saying her daughter, this is at least <laughs> a step in the right direction. And right. that that glimmer of hope is just another one of those secret joys that like even, even your staunchest opponents and the ones who are the hardest to say no. And the, the people who hurt the most when they turn you down, like at the end of the day, they are my family. Like, and I'd like to think that they, you know, love me more than my pronouns and my gender identity. And, at first, when they tell you you're making it up and when they tell you that it's not okay and that you're a sinner and all that BS, that hurts. But over time, when they realize this is an actual thing and what what their child needs is not a, like oppression and denial, but love, and you start to see that door open back up, that's really satisfying. I can imagine. And it, it, when your mom says nothing but the best for my kid, it, it's this moment where it's like, well, maybe that pace is moving a little bit too glacially for you, but at least we see it's headed in the right direction. This car, this car exactly. isn't going very fast. It's not even going the speed limit yet, but at least it's getting on the right highway. Okay. Okay. Exactly. We've got wheels. Mm-hmm. There's wheels and an engine. We can see there's a steering wheel and brakes. All right. Now we just have to figure out exactly. how to hit the gas, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, and I'm, uh, what is it now? Four, almost five. Yeah, no, five months now on hormones. And that's also just been an exciting journey in the dove itself. Wow. To What's see, that like, like? It's pretty wild, to be honest. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to get too blue, uh, but like my, my body is changing uh, okay. and that's very exciting. Um, like it, it's to the point where it's, so there's a, there's a term in the trans community, we call it going stealth when you're like around people that don't accept you. And you're like, well, I guess I'm going to dress up like a boy and just act like a boy today. Because if I act like, if I, if I'm myself, people are going to get upset. Um, and so like, it's to the point where it's really difficult for me to go stealth anymore. And that's equal parts upsetting and terrifying. And Oh my God. So exciting. <laughs> wow yeah who wants to go stealth that's this is a, that's the problem right this is the problem when if there's ever a group of people that feel like hey so yeah i mean it's hello you there yeah i can hear you can you hear me oh yeah i can hear you sorry you just kind of faded out mid-sentence there oh sir oh no i thought you were gonna start talking so I just stopped cold oh, turkey. I, I was, and then I realized I was cutting you off. Sorry, uh, we did the thing. We both froze. That was like the equivalent of walking <laughs> yeah, down a sidewalk, did. and I go to go and right. You, and you both dodged right? 
Yeah, I, I dodge right while you dodge left, and then we both overcorrect in the other direction. And whenever that happens, I eventually just freeze and stand totally still. And I think I come off like kind of a creep in the middle of the sidewalk. I just freeze and wait until the other person goes away. Yeah. No, I I do that all the time. Uh, but all I was going to say is nobody wants to go stealth. Uh, it's just kind of it's one of those things that it's like it sucks that we have to live with it, but we do, and it it's just kind of one of those things you just accept that you're gonna have to do it and if you don't want to do that then you just cut those people loose and count your losses yeah it's just a shame any if there's ever a group of people that that feels like we have to collectively uh hide who we are at times and that's part of being who we are i just feel like that's an immediate indicator of it, that's on literally everybody else in the world. It's, it's, I, I just will never understand. My whole life I've never understood. Even with the religious thing, if I may say something kind of bold and I hope not harsh, but it's like even with people who are very religious who believe it very hard, if you think someone's going to go to hell, I've never understood why it's just not just like, okay, well then, yeah, that's the punishment they get. So let it, if that's real, then that'll happen to them. Why do, why do we have to scare each other and terrify each other into hiding who we are. Like, even if you think that, can't you just ride it out and let that person go live their life? And then if they're going to burn an eternity, you were right. And I don't think they're going to, but like, I, I've, I've never understood it. I've never understood the need to suppress, even if you feel a need yeah. to, to judge on some level. Why it gets to that suppression point. I'm like, ah, ah you don't, you don't like my lifestyle, I'll, I'll go live it and you go live yours. And then if there is a pit of fire in the middle of the earth, then you're right. Congrats. I'll deal with it. Yeah. Was that weird? It's, uh, I that might've been a it's, weird thing to say. Was that weird? No, no, no. It's totally valid. It's, it's one of those things. They come at it from a, I'm doing this cause I love you standpoint. And it's like, I don't want you to burn in hell forever. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, I've heard about heaven. And if I don't like your God, then heaven kind of sucks. We got to pause there. Cause that's, I mean, that's like one of the most badass things ever said, right? If I don't like your God, then heaven kind of sucks. That sounds like something out of a Clint Eastwood movie. Call it. Kudos. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody, only one break because it's half an hour. Let's finish the phone call. It's like, mm. well, I've heard about heaven, and if I don't like your God, then heaven kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to endure a lot. Uh, if know. I may say something equally bold, <laughs> heaven to me sounds like it sucks. Yeah, you're not, you're not looking to cavort around with lambs and harps and stuff? Not your scene? No. Well, and... I have another another bold viewpoint that I okay. I kind of realized a while ago that I love, um, and that's I I know you're not like super big into video games, or at least you I don't hear them talk about you. Uh, wow, my words are bad. I don't hear you talk about them ever. But like, if 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 the Christian God was a Final Fantasy villain, it would totally track. That's one of the nerdier things I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> I'm very proud. But like, 
think about it. He's this like all powerful being who creates basically a world full of his minions. And then it's like, all right, your chief end is to worship me forever. And then when you die, if you're good, you get to worship me more. Does that sound good? Cool. Oh, and if you don't, I'm going to torture you forever. So in, in your, in your estimation, the Judeo-Christian God is basically like Bowser, like someone you fight at the end of a video game. King Koopa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, I'd say a little bit less like Bowser and more like Kafka. I know that's a reference you're not okay. gonna, not gonna get, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. For my, for my fellow nerds out there. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, if I may, I would like to ask you about, cause it's, it's so, it's really beautiful to hear you talk about these moments of joy. Here's one that I wonder about, and I'm sure it is different for every single individual, but you have an identity and mm -hmm. on, the, on the inside, you realize there's another identity that uh, is bubbling to the surface and you have to learn how to embrace it. I'm sure it's different for everybody, but for you, is this like, is this just one day you realize this is my truth and I'm going to announce that? Or is there easing into it? Is there, you know, experiment? That's a, that's a really good question. Yeah. I'm I really actually, interested. I actually, yeah, no, that's a really good question. I started out identifying as gender fluid. Also, just letting you know, we're going to get into some, into some gender words. Mm -hmm. I started out identifying as gender fluid. Um, or so I thought. So gender fluid, and I may be misunderstanding these. Um, but from what I understand, gender fluid means that you experience gender basically like a light switch and you can kind of be either side. Uh, so gender fluid is typically pretty binary, meaning male or female. And typically on any given day, you're like, I'm, I'm feeling male today. I am, I am female today. Um, or it, it can even flip, you know, in the, in the span of hours or like, it just kind of is one or the other. Um, my girlfriend at the time was like really supportive. She's, she's bisexual. Um, and she was more knowledgeable about all the gender stuff than I was. Uh, and she, we sort of worked out this thing where she would ask me what my percentages were. And I would tell her, I'm like feeling sort of 70% male today. Um, and it turns out that's actually a term called gender flux, uh, which is less of a light switch and more of a spectrum. Um, but long story short, I was kind of playing with both for a while, um, just kind of like allowing myself to feel out that feminine space rather than just being like, no, I'm just a dude with weird femi hobbies. And I also really wish I could wear a dress. And I also have always wished I was a girl. But no, I'm just a dude that like is into is into like girly things like knitting and gardening. Um, and then one day I was chatting with some other gender fluid people online. And technically gender fluid falls under the sort of umbrella term of transgender. And that always really, really scared me. Um but I was chatting with these trans people online in a, in a Discord server, uh, much like Planet Scum, which if you haven't joined, listener, you, you should. Uh, if you haven't joined Planet Scum, you should because it's great. Um, but I was on a Discord server with a bunch of other gender fluid people and a bunch of people who identified as trans. 
Uh, and I was just kind of realizing like, Oh God, um, am I just leaning into the masculine side because I think it's supposed to be there because it's been there for 24 years? Am I like, am I just, am I really just a girl? Like I, when I'm identifying as masculine on any given day, I hate it. I don't like it at all. And the day, the day I came out, um, there was a big panel being held for the Transgender Day of Visibility. It was March 31st. It's that every year. And I was listening to this panel and hearing people talk about things. And my girlfriend was there. And at one point, I curled up into the fetal position with my head on her lap. And I was just sobbing. And I said, I don't want to be trans. Uh, and then as I sort of collected myself and realized like, no, it's, this is an okay thing to be like, if this is who I am, then I need to embrace that. And this is like scary, but it's the potential for something really beautiful. And she kind of talked me off my metaphorical ledge and I calmed down and realized it. And we started like thinking of next steps, you know, what, what, what do we, what do we need to figure out? I need a new, I want to figure out a new name. I want to like, we need to go to target, get me some affirming clothes. Like we just kind of started taking my anxieties and turning them into a checklist and knocking them off one by one. Um, And it was a hell of a journey, but a year and a half later, here I am and I'm happier than I've ever been. That's incredible. And I also have to say, shout out to your girlfriend. Sorry if I just talked your ear off. That's a big question and I gave a big answer. That's what the show (laughs) is. That's what the show is. Good, Good girlfriend at the time, huh? Sounds like someone who had your back hard as you figured out a lot of confusing stuff. Very good. I, I owe her a lot. We're, we're not together anymore. Just, you know, relationships, that thing happens. Uh, but I, I owe her a lot. Yeah. You need one or two people like that in your life. You know, everybody does whatever their story mm-hmm. is. You need one or two people who step up and get you through a thing. Yep. Just out of curiosity, how much time do we have left? Six minutes. Six minutes. Okay. When did you start doing stand-up? Oh, I actually don't do stand-up. It was an open mic night for Planet Scum. And I kind of just like did it on a whim. I was like, hey, what if I did a, what if I did stand-up? I bet I could write a type five. Uh, and a bunch of people on Planet Scum were like, hell yeah, do it. And so nice. I wrote a type five and bumbled my way through it. And it was a hell of a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'm glad that that community yeah. was there for you. That's great. Yeah. No, it's it's been a great community. Yeah. So what's uh, what's the dating life now? Dating life is complicated. I'm uh, I'm I've been in a weird headspace lately. I think mostly just with like needing to blow off steam and a lot of my former outlets being closed. Um, 
Like I used to go to karaoke bars all the time. And uh, there's an amusement park not far from me where I would just like go to like just relieve pressure for a little bit. Um, yeah. And obviously those are all closed. See, I, uh, I, so I've just kind of been. I was, I thought you were talking I've just about kind of like. Been in a weird. I thought you were talking about like. Oh, we did the thing again. Yeah, we did. We're bad at that. I thought you were talking about like. We're bad at that. Because of your, because of the embracing of your true self that um, things like f- former safe havens were closed in the sense that you're a different person. Oh, now, but no, no, no. You mean literally karaoke bars and amusement parks are not accepting uh, patrons right now. Correct. Yeah, that's a different thing. I thought it was more of a metaphorical Correct. thing. That's it's just thing. literally you can't do karaoke right now. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, no. Actually, that karaoke bar was like one of my, like that was, that, that is a really important thing for my transition. Um, Cause that was kind of a, I, I managed to find one that's like, it's not even a gay gay bar. It's just like super LGBT friendly and like, the bouncers there all like know me by name. They don't check my ID anymore. They just know me. Uh, like the bartenders all know me. The, the, the DJs all know me. Uh, and like, do you get your songs up I, to the front of the line? Friend. Do you not have to wait in the queue like everybody else? You know, every now and then they'll do that and I'll tell them not to. Wow. Uh, solid like, to you. you know, I'm, I'm here like everyone else. I don't, I don't want to hog the stage. Yeah, I always tip. I put in my song and I always tip to try to get to the head of the line. I'll put in two bucks. I'm not just going to be a $1 tip either. I'm going to do a two bucks, see if I can get out of here a little earlier. Sing my song. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was always like a really affirming thing for me to like, you know, be able to write down my my new, my real name on mm-hmm. the on the sheet. And then when it's time for me to sing, they call out my name and I go up on stage and everyone there knows me by this new name. And like, they don't even know the old me, literally no one at that karaoke bar or I'm a regular and all the other regulars know me. Nobody knows my old name. That's cool. Yeah. It just kind of has like become this safe space for me to go hang out. Now you don't have it. Dating life's affected. How do you put yourself out there? How do you get it going? Exactly. I'm not worried about it too much right now. But That's good. That's good. There's enough things to worry about in this world these days. Yep. Okay, so I know we're low on time. Yeah, we But I wanted to say, okay, I want to, if I ever meet you in person, I know how I'm going to throw you an absolute curveball, and it's going to be hilarious. That sounds intriguing and somewhat terrifying to me. (laughs) So I'm sure probably seven out of every 10 people who like recognize you go, Oh my God, you have that podcast. And probably two out of the two out of those others go, oh my God, you had that show on True TV or, oh my God, you did uh, Chris Gethard Presents. Um, I want to be the weirdo who sees you and goes, whoa, you did that comedy album entirely about New Jersey. I did do that. (laughs) But I'll tell you, no one, I would say seven out of 10 people go, you played Dwight's friend on The Office. And then two of the others go, you played the boss on Broad City. 
And one of them might be like, I hear your, I listen to your podcast. They only know uh, me. Yeah, they don't know me through any of the things I do. It's all through me playing uh, weirdos and creeps on television shows from time to time. Uh, that's fair. Also, I really was tempted when you picked up the call to ask if it was Bryson. Mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a beautiful anonymous listener call into your Wednesday night show on, on Planet Scum the other week and ask if you were Bryson. Yeah. And the chat was blowing up talking about the beautiful anonymous crossover. I was in stitches. That was so funny. And I was like, if I ever get on Beautiful Anonymous, I'm going to pick up the phone and go, is this Bryson? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. So. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I love it. Well, maybe someday I'll be in a random city and I'll be in the mood to sing, I don't know, maybe Just What I Needed by The Cars or Hey Jealousy by The Gin Blossom, two of my go-to karaoke songs. And I'll stumble into a, I love it. a karaoke bar and uh, not even know that it's the one where you're the regular. And that's how we'll meet. Stranger I things have happened. I love it. I'm here for it. What's your song? What's and your then go-to? I'll ask you if you did that. What's my go-to? Yeah. Um I've really been enjoying Riptide by Vance Joy um, and Read My Mind by The Killers. I don't know either of those songs. Oh, well, the, I mean, The Killers are fairly big. They're just yes. kind of like a, a pop rock band. Mr. Out of, Brightside. I, think, England. I, know, I know Mr. Brightside. Yeah, 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 Mr. Brightside. Read My Mind is like one of their not so big hits, but it mm-hmm. is really, really, really good. Give me, uh, give me. Like four bars of it, and then we'll hang up. And that way we'll hopefully avoid copyright violations. Okay. Uh, on the corner of Main Street, just trying to keep it in line. Okay, I think that's legally all we can have, but it was really beautiful. And I thank you for talking. Oh, thank that was you. really fun. And I hope we do get <laughs> to meet someday. Thank you. I'm so excited we finally got to talk. Caller, thank you so much for sharing this. You, you know, you're describing a section of life that makes one so vulnerable, and yet you let your guard down. You shared it with all of us. I thank you for that so sincerely. Thank you to everyone at Topic. Thank you to Jared O'Connell. Thank you to Anita Flores, to Shellshack, to Jordan Allen. Thank you to everybody who's been tuning into the show. Remember, subscribe, follow, favorite on your platforms. It really helps when you do. Hope you liked these half-hour episodes, and uh, we'll be back next time. 